This is RAF with Tony Tone and LA. <laughs> Yo, what's up? It's your boy L.A., a.k.a. The Love Ambassador, coming to you straight, live, and direct from the Jungle Studios. Yo, firstly, thank you very much for everyone tuning in. We are just literally about to hit 2,000 listeners for this year thus far. Just not bad, considering I did a full-time job, completed a degree, also run a radio show, and uh, socialize and yeah, do this. So, in other words, please subscribe. Firstly, shout out to Common. Uh, he just posted a very famous picture, uh, which will be on my Instagram at the real la21, and also at Random Attractive Friends, which, as many have seen, of the famous 1968 Olympics with the two brothers doing the Black Power salute. Now, there's a random white guy standing there which I've found throughout all the commentary no one's ever spoken of, and very few people, I guess, outside of Australia have actually seen the documentary on it. So I thought it's time to educate the masses. It's not to uh, downplay the significance of the of the picture or what the brothers stood for, but it's also to show that sometimes, well, frankly, allies do it tough as well. But many will still stand the test of time uh, through whatever's thrown at them. So let's get started. The white dude in the picture is known as Peter George Norman, and it was an Australian track athlete. He won the silver medal in the 200 metres at the 1968 Summer Olympics in Mexico City with a time of 20.06 seconds. The Roma this remains as an oceanic record, and he was a five-time national 200 metres champion. Uh, quite frankly, he is probably still, with the exception of Cathy Freeman, uh, Australia's best runner, uh, and really uh, could have probably gone on to uh, achieve a lot more things. Norman is arguably best known as the third athlete pictured in the famous photograph of the 1968 Olympics Black Power Salute, which occurred during the medal ceremony of the 200-metre event. He wore a badge of the Olympic Project for Human Rights in support of fellow athletes John Carlos and Tommy Smith. Norman was not selected for the 1972 Summer Olympics and retired from the sport soon thereafter. Uh, despite actually getting record times, basically the racism of Australia still also had the white Australia policy uh, in place, meaning that, yeah, basically only white people were allowed to come into the country, essentially. Um, and he was essentially banned for running in the 1972 Olympics for the stance that he took uh, with the brothers in 68. Norman grew up in a devout Salvation Army family, living in Coburg, a suburb of Melbourne, Victoria, and initially an apprentice butcher. Norman later became a teacher and worked for the Victoria Department of Sport and Recreation towards the end of his life. The 200 metres event at the 1968 Olympics started on 15th of October and finished on the 16th of October. Norman won his heat in a time of 20.1 seconds, which was briefly an Olympic record. He won his quarter-final and was second in the semi-final. 
On the morning of the 16th of October, US athlete Tommy Smith won the 200m final with a world record time of 19.83 seconds. Norman finished second in a time of 20.06 seconds after catching and eventually passing US athlete John Carlos at the finish line. The fact that a white ball can even run that fast is astounding. Carlos finished in third place in 20.10. Norman's time was his all-time personal best and still stands as an oceanic record, as we said. After the race, the three athletes went to the medal podium for the medals to be presented by David Cecil, the Sith Marquis of Exeter, on the podium during the playing of the Star Spangled Banner, of course, for the Yanks. Smith and Carlos famously joined in a Black Power salute, so Black Power came out of Oakland and was a famous liberation movement for the brothers and sisters, um, and for the FBI, they saw it as the biggest threat uh, to, <laughs> to America. That's another podcast upon itself about the Black Power and Black Panthers. Uh, this salute was later described in Tommy Smith's autobiography as a human rights salute, not a Black Power salute. Well, Black Power salute, as I should probably explain, is associated with the Black Panthers originally. Norman wore a badge on the podium in support of the Olympic Projects for Human Rights. After the final, Carlos and Smith had told Norman what they were planning to do during the ceremony. As journalist Martin Flanagan wrote, they asked Norman if he believed in human rights. He said he did. They asked him if he believed in God. Norman, who came from a Salvation Army background, said he believed strongly in God. We knew that what we were going to do was far greater than any athletic feat. He said, I'll stand with you. Carlos said he expected to see fear in Norman's eyes. He didn't. I saw love. On the way to the medal ceremony, Norman saw the OPHR badge being worn by Paul Hoffman, a white member of the US rowing team, and asked him if he could wear it. It was Norman who suggested that Smith and Carlos share the black gloves used in their salute after Carlos left his pair at the Olympic Village. This is the reason for Smith raising his right fist while Carlos raised his left. Before the 1968 Olympics, he was also an exceptionally good AFL player. Uh, and in 1985, Norman contracted gangrene after tearing his Achilles tendon during a charity race, which nearly led to his lead being amputated. Depression, heavy drinking and painkiller addiction followed. After 1968, as I said, Australia was an unbelievably racist country at at the time, uh, and in fact, the Aboriginal people had only literally just uh, been recognised as citizens instead of wards of the state by this time. After the salute had been claimed that Norman's career suffered greatly, a 2012 CNN profile said he returned home to Australia, pariah, suffering unofficial sanction and ridicule as a Black Power salute's forgotten man. He never ran in the Olympics again. He was not selected for the Olympic Games in Munich in 1972, despite turning in adequate times, and was not welcomed even three decades later at the 2000 Summer Olympics in Sydney. Carlos later stated that if we, Carlos and Smith, were getting beat up, Peter was facing an entire country and suffering alone. The Australian Olympic Committee maintains that Norman was not selected for the 1972 Olympics because he did not meet the selection standard, which entailed an athlete equaling or bettering the Olympic qualifying standard 20.9 and performing credibly at the Australian Athletics Championships. Norman ran several qualifying times from 69 to 71, but he finished third in the 72 
Australian Athletics Championships behind Greg Lewis and Gary Eddy. Contemporary reports show mixed opinion whether Norman should have been sent to the Munich Olympics. After coming third in the trials, Norman commentated, all I had to do was to win even a slow time, and I think I would have been to Munich. The age correspondent wrote, Norman probably ran himself out of the team at the national titles, but also noted he was injured and continued. If the selectors do the right thing, Norman should still be in the plane to Munich. On the other hand, Australian amateur lit magazine said the dilemma for lit selectors was how could they select Norman and not Lewis? Pity that Peter didn't win because that would have been the only requirement for a Munich ticket, which, to be honest, I still don't actually believe because if you uh, watch the documentary, basically, like, yeah, I mean, the psychological warfare they were throwing in the country was so against him that, um, and as well as being injured, it was, was, was hard. And obviously, with his previous record, uh, you would think that at least kind of give him a little bit of the nod uh, of course, obviously, the, the, him not being selected in 1972 is still a massive controversy. The Australian Olympic Committee basically being dicks to him is another one. Uh, and also just being absolutely shunned at the Sydney Olympics. It has been stated that United States authorities invited him to participate in the Sydney 2000 Olympics after they found out he was not attending. On 17th of October 2003, San Jose State University unveiled a statue commemorating the 1968 Olympic protest. Norman was not included as part of the statue itself. His empty podium spot intended for others viewing the statue to take a stand, but was invited to deliver a speech at the ceremony. In August 2012, right, so 1968 took to August 2012 for the Australian House of Representatives to actually provide a post-monus apology to Norman. Uh, and basically, since then, um, yeah, he's kind of fallen a little bit more into obscurity. To answer your question on how he died, Norman died of a heart attack on the 3rd of October 2006 at the age of 64. The US Track and Field Federation proclaimed the 9th of October 2006 the date of his funeral as Peter Norman Day. 38 years after the three made history, both Smith and Carlos gave eulogies and were pallbearers at Norman's funeral. At the time of his death, Norman was survived by his second wife, Jan, and their daughters, Belinda and Emma. His first wife, Ruth, and children, Gary, Sandra, and Janet, and four grandkids. Legacy. Uh, as I said, there's the documentary Salute, which was produced by his uh, nephew. Uh, certain arts exhibitions and also statues are coming up. But yeah, so to answer your question, uh, at a time in the 60s when uh, one crime was probably argued that America was on basically the verge of a civil war in terms of um, race, uh, it took enormous courage for John Carlos and Tommy Smith to actually stand up and make the Black Power salute, which, uh, like I said to you before, was associated uh, more so with the Black Panthers and their ideology, as well as just a general sort of empowerment during that course of the era. Now, Peter Norman, I'll end this by saying you were, <laughs> quite frankly, a bloody astounding runner uh, and a man that, in a way, suffered alone uh, and never really got the proper recognition. And unfortunately, it's only, you know, a lot of the times in death where people tell those that 
they should have when they were alive how great they were. So wherever you are, sir, may you rest in peace. And for all of those that didn't know, every time you talk about the picture, right, bravo to the brothers that did it. But for fuck's sake, just acknowledge that the Aussie was in there as well. On that note, <laughs> peace.